You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. I'm Evan Kowalski. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Odyssey, and online at fanstreamsports.com. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. This episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Be sure to download the app and join Ulysses and I this week to get in on the Tampa Bay Rays action and conversation. Okay, it is a Friday, which means we're once again joined by WTSP Channel 10 Sports Director Evan Klosky, despite the fact that the Locked on Bucks podcast is trying to steal him away from us, a uh, little yeah. sister city podcast rivalry. But no, Evan, we, we had priority on Evan first here. Uh, with that. So you okay. know where my loyalties lie. Yes. If it comes down to that, uh, you might have to pick a side, Evan. And I'm just saying we, we might be a little bit more fun than it's going to be like Anchorman and, and Ulysses is going to have the trident. Oh my gosh. There we go. That would be that. one of your favorite movies. I could see that for sure. Great. Uh, okay, guys, let's Kevin get right into it. Guy. Oh my gosh. Okay. Let's get right into it. Usually, Usually the Tampa Bay Rays find a way to make big trades at terrible times for us in our recording schedule. It's usually like a Friday news dump or a Sunday at midnight, something along those lines. But no, they pulled this Nelson Cruz deal off in perfect oh time for our Friday podcast with Evan Klosky. As, of course, if you've been a Rays fan living under a rock the last 12 <laughs> to 16 hours, the Tampa Bay Rays acquire all-star slugger Nelson Cruz and a minor leaguer who I can't recall his name right now, uh, while giving up two of its better pitching prospects in Joe Ryan and Drew Strotman. Evan, you I, I, can, I can't believe it. I mean, can you believe it? I mean, they've got Nelson Cruz. This is you all. You all laughed at me when I was bringing mm-hmm. up trade rumors for Scherzer. And you're lucky that it wasn't Scherzer because Kevin might be retired right now. Kevin might not be hosting. It was real close. This is, this is insanity right now. This is the biggest trade deadline acquisition bar none. There, there has never been something like this done for this franchise. Now you look at that lineup and we're going to get to see it for the first time tonight in Cleveland. Hem in the middle of that lineup as a DH as a right-handed, you know, batter against lefties is going to be fantastic against righties is going to be fantastic i mean he is going to make that lineup so much better i mean who are you going to put in front of him that's going to be automatically better who are you going to put behind him who is automatically going to be better this guy that's 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 how big this acquisition is he's going to make that lineup way thicker than it already is and then because of who he is, the people in front and behind him are going to get benefits for it. Yeah, I heard Cal Ripken uh, on, on MLB Network mention that, look, the Rays love to move people around that lineup, but it never hurts to have an anchor. 
And now there is an anchor to that lineup, a guy who you can slot in at that four slot or, or three. We'll see what the Rays do. I'm sure they're going to tinker here or there. But, I mean, three or four, he's not going to be moving much. And uh, that that's your guy. I mean, this is huge. And, and, you know, I had to ask, you know, Ulysses and make sure that I wasn't being hyperbolic on Twitter saying that this was the biggest deadline deal. And, you know, people bring up the Arosa Reina trade. I don't really count that because Jose Martinez was not a, a thing. He had like 13 home runs the year before. And it was um, in the, uh, it, it was in the winter anyway. So it, yeah, it doesn't even yeah, count. It was, that was winter. Yeah. So the timing was different. I said, really the biggest deadline deal for somebody was, I think, Tommy Pham. I think that's really, I think that's the biggest one back in 2018. So just the, the propensity of this move, the fact that the Rays come out swinging, uh, by the way, the Rays had the two biggest trades this season with Adonis uh, earlier in the year. And, um, and, and again, um, the two things that I need to point out, which Ulysses really alluded to, was first and foremost, uh, left-handed pitching finally has a hitter to fear. So Nelson Cruz uh, hits 360-plus against mm-hmm. left-handed pitching. He's one of the best hitters against Southpaws and the Rays are one of the worst teams in major league baseball, I guess, yep. left-handed pitching. They hit about 226. At least that was, and you know, entering last night. I don't, I don't think those numbers changed though. Uh, remembering pitchers. Uh, so they hit 226. And by the way, they have uh, 56 or 58 more strikeouts than second place against left-handed pitching, which of course is no surprise with this team. Uh, but then second, the Rays are horrific at the DH spot this season yes. as well. They bat yes. 222 before last night. Uh, they hit 13 home runs. And Nelly alone has 19 home runs and is batting 294. So the two biggest weaknesses in this lineup have now been shored up because now you have a right-handed bat who can be the DH every single day. And you can just kind of scoot away all the issues you've had from the designated hitter. And then also you can finally hit some left-handed pitching and really start generating some success on that front. hundred percent. Yeah. I, I think what's also big too is just the fear that he might instill into the opposition, especially as you get into game tying, go ahead situations. It's not just the power, which of course he has enough power to uh, get things out of the trop, which has been an issue for other hitters, but the extra base hits and just the ability to put the ball deep in the outfield, whether it's moving a runner over or a sacrifice fly, he is huge in those situations and has been huge in those situations. And you can't really, he doesn't really have a kryptonite as far as a pitch. I mean, he can hit high velocity fastball. He can hit all types of breaking balls. His strikeout rate is down. His walk rate is up for his career on average. I mean, he is, uh, he's about as, as good as it gets for, a right-handed slugger, especially at 41 years old. So I, I think if you're a Rays fan, you should absolutely be excited about the fact that they've acquired Nelson Cruz. Also, that they acquired him now instead of waiting till July 30th. Getting him that extra week is important, too. And because, you know, obviously we're going to go to the chop on July 31st against yes. the Red Sox. So you already have them acclimated for about eight, nine days before that big Red Sox uh, series coming up. So that's exciting. But I do want to add one more thing, which is the clubhouse chemistry. Uh, we always talk about that. This is a guy who is beloved by his teammates. Uh, and so him going over 
And, you know, being Hispanic, being able to talk to Wander Franco, Randy Rosarena, uh, the Vidal Brujans went, went back in, 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 in the clubhouse. That's huge. As a race fan, you want a guy that's 41 years old, that's been there, done that, that almost has 500 home runs to speak to these guys, how they can stay fit, how they can, how they have to handle the media, how they can, you know, in, internalize the, the downsides of, of baseball. I think this is huge also for the growth of these guys. If Wander Franco and Randy Rosarena are going to be your future, you need at least two, three months of these guys having that interaction with a guy that's been there, done that. Willie Adamas always talked about how having Avisael Garcia that one year meant so much to him. And now they're in Milwaukee together and all that. Uh, but they need that. Those young guys need those guys that, that have been there, done that. I think this is huge for that component. Yeah. And I love that you brought that up because uh, you guys spoke with, with Trisha earlier this week and she was saying how special this clubhouse is already mm-hmm. and Nelson Cruz is an A plus guy everywhere he has been he has been a beloved character he is a tremendous human being you know when I was in Spokane I watched him with the Seattle Mariners and he was uh he's just a special dude and so you mentioned everything right there uh you know, we can call him Daddy Nelson because Wander Franco is half of his age. We could yeah. have Wander Franco, 20 years old, hitting before Nelson Cruz, 41 years old. And uh, that would be the first time that you'd have somebody hitting at half of their age uh, back to back since 2017. Ozzy Albies and R.A. Dickey did. <laughs> so, wow. That's a great stat. Trivia question Who's older, Rich Hill? Or Nelson Cruz. I think it's Nelson Cruz, but I'll have to check on that. I know they're both I, you 41. Know what? I have to, did Rich Hill have a recent birthday? Because if not, then Till. Because they're both, they're oh. both 41, and yeah. Cruz turned uh, 41 last month. Okay. There you go. So, so probably Rich. Just by a couple yeah. of months. But, but I want to go back to that. Look at that. That's great. Franco in front of Nelson Cruz. So let's say Franco hits third and, and Nelly uh, hits fourth. There's a, yeah. there's a man on first, uh, a man on first. There's one out. Who do you go after if you're the pitcher? Yeah. Do you go, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going after Franco. I'm going after Nelly. Am I just going to feed fastballs to Franco? I mean, it, this, is, this just makes the whole interaction between the guy before and after Nelly so much more exciting, and they're going to reap the benefits. I would hella put Wander Franco in front of Nelly, Nelly Cruz. Like, I want to see that. Sure. I want to see Franco and then and then Cruz. Especially because Franco, for some reason, Franco can't hit left-handed pitching. So it might, it might help him out, get the pitches yeah. that he needs. Yes. Uh, you know, and also just as we, we talk about the, the ageism stat, uh, Nelson Cruz is now the fourth Ray to ever wear a uniform 40-plus years uh, or yeah. older. And uh, do you know, we'll do a quick trivia right here. Yeah, there we go. Uh, you know, do you know the four guys? Obviously, Nelson Cruz will be one of them. I mean, Rich Hill, right? Rich Hill is two. Who've worn a Rays uniform at 40 years old or older. Oh, my goodness. One one super obvious. One super obvious. One super obvious. Kevin Cash? You a curveball in the trivia in the middle. I got you. (laughs) You did. uh, I'm blanking. I'm blanking. I can't be. Uh, uh, Fernando Rodney. No. No. That's a good guess. Cliff Floyd? Nope. Man, he wasn't 40? 
Okay, Wade Boggs. Wade Boggs. Wade Boggs. Thank you. I'm going to give you the, you you didn't need the clue. Boggs. And then Julio Franco. Oh, nice. Look Plato that. is 58 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it took, it took <laughs> yeah. Julio is the, the Tom Brady of, of the MLB yes. just without the rings. Built Bar is the greatest protein bar on the market. And guess what? There's so many delicious flavors, a little bit of something for everyone. There's coconut, cherry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, cookies and cream. The list goes on and on with choices. And guess what? Check out these macros, 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from just 130 to 180, just four to five grams of sugar, and just four to five grams net carbs. Not bad for flavors that are all amazing, all tasty, and of course, all healthy. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15, and that'll get you 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D, the numerals 1-5, for 15% off at built.com. Continuing on this trade, what did you all think of what the Rays had to give up to acquire Nelson Cruz in Joe Ryan and Drew Strotman? That's a very that's a very important question you're asking and one we need to discuss because they, they didn't – I mean, I think this trade worked out great for both teams. Mm-hmm. The Rays gave up good prospects. You know, they gave yeah. up two guys. I mean, we love Joe Ryan. I, you know, Drew Stotman's solid too. I, I will say this. I don't know the ceilings of both of those pitchers, but they're about to be major league ready. I, I would imagine we're going to see both of those guys with the Twins next year in the rotation, if not in the rotation, finding a relief role. But yeah, I mean, Joe Ryan has the potential to be a middle of the rotation type arm. And Strotman has the potential to be also, I I think if he hit his ceiling in middle of the rotation type arm. So I don't know if they traded away, you know, a future Tyler Glass now. Personally, I don't. But these guys are major league arms and, and will have a major league baseball career. So these were not throwaways by any means. Uh, the the Rays farm system is deep. Uh, it shows they can suffer a hit like this. And I guess in a season where you're going for it, you don't need these two guys who are not going to formulate into your plans in the postseason. I don't think you can say it's an overpay by the Rays um, because if he gives you the offense and everything that you want right. him to do, then you know it's not an overpay. You got what you want, but it, Those were, I think if you're a twins fan and you're giving up $5 million in salary and you're giving up Nelson Cruz and you're getting Strotman and and Joe Ryan, I think you're going to be a very happy twins fan. I don't, so, so I think it's, it's, yeah, it's a great return for the twins. I really, and, and I think those guys, like you said, are going to be major league ready in 2022. In fact, Joe Ryan is representing the U S of a right Mm -hmm. now in the Olympic game. So that's pretty cool um, that he can kind of, um, share that those stories with, with his new teammates. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't say overpay, but I'm, I'm, I definitely think that they should be happy twins fans and hopefully they have great careers and, 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 you know, all the best to them. Just like the Willie Adamas trade. I think it's a good deal for both sides. Like it's so funny because you look at social media and, you know, before in the lead up to the cruise deal, everybody's throwing out trade rumors and trade scenarios. And quite frankly, I took the, 
Ray is going after Cruz stuff with a grain of salt. Ulysses, yes. I think we we're on the same page there because well, the Rays typically don't do something like this. No. Yeah. And, and I, Eric Neander said this was three to four years in the making too, right? It's how about that? The, uh, Cruz has always been the guy. It's like, yeah, we get it. We get it. You yeah. want him. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe, who knows? Maybe if he wants to play another year and he likes the Tampa Bay area and the Rays organization, maybe right. he sticks around for his age 42 season. But this idea like, oh yeah, we can just, uh, they'll take Brent Honeywell and his four surgeries and Tommy Romero, right? They'll, they'll, they'll no. certainly take, uh, those guys for Nelson Cruz, or they'll they'll take Kevin Padlow and some other no-name yeah. prospect. No, it's like you're going to have to give something legitimate, a value, two top fifteen prospects, usually a top five prospect, and then a num uh, a prospect in the you know 13, 14, 15 range, and that's basically what the Rays did. So I really hope that you know Rays fans aren't whining and complaining about the fact oh we gave up two pitching prospects. I mean, have yeah. you seen you, the Rays system? Your whole your whole career as a Rays fan, uh, you've yelled at them for not trading assets to get mm -hmm. pieces. Now yep. you got a piece. You have to trade assets, and and yeah. you have to pull some money out of the yeah. ATM to get something right. special. So that's uh, that that's the whole thing here. And and uh, and I just want to reiterate, it is a great return for the Twins. Having said that, the Rays system is deep. They just had a draft. You know, they're going to replenish yeah. it. If there's anybody who can develop arms, it's a Tampa Bay Rays organization. Yeah, that's the thing, uh, Evan. You hit the nail on the head. I mean, they have Patino. They have McKay, hopefully. They have McClanahan. They have Boz. They have Fleming. They have so many others. I think that the ceiling, what I've read on Ryan and Strotman is maybe middle of the rotation, but more to four to five types of guys, mm -hmm. which are still valuable assets for sure. But it's not like they were the absolute top prospects in the Rays organization. I mean, solid, but it's not like if they had to give up a Shane Boz, then maybe you would, uh, I don't, you know, yeah, maybe that's, that's a little bit thing. more questionable there. And then we've yeah. seen the Rays, they can sign some guys on the cheap and free agency and turn them at least into serviceable or more than serviceable or exceed their value. A la Rich Hill, a la Colin McHugh, a la Michael Waka to some extent, Chris Archer. We haven't seen the return of that yet, but the, the Rays have turned a lot of no name pitchers into something before. So, and, and we see, I mean, they, they not too long ago traded Matt Liebertor. So they, they clearly are confident with the amount and number of arms that they have in the system. Plus we, we forget sometimes too, that there's still a guy named Yanni Chirinos that's going to be returning at yep. some point, probably in 2022. Jalen Beeks has proven himself before you have Colin <laughs> Pochet, you have Tyler Glass now, hopefully on the return. So I think it's, I think it's a deal that's certainly um, beneficial for both sides. In fact, you know, I might, even though he's only guaranteed to be with the Rays for the next couple of months, I might go out and buy a cruise jersey for historical purposes. <laughs> and I am going to give him a standing ovation from my couch tonight when he makes his Rays debut. Very nice. I think that's a deserving nice. standing ovation. I'm glad that we have that covered now. There we go. You know, you can get a Nelson Cruz bobblehead uh, in Minnesota on Monday if you want. Uh, no, they're do they did all. Oh. And, and uh, this breaks every conspiracy theory that Ulysses hangs so true to his heart <laughs> that the fact is they didn't trade him after the bobblehead night. They did it before. They pulled the ultimate okie doke. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. That must suck kind of, but you know what? Good for the twins. They had fun with, with Nelly and uh, now we get to have fun with him in a raise uniform. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I cannot wait until first pitch for tonight. 
And uh, just one quick thing, just with Nelson Cruz, uh, you know, he said after getting traded, first off, he's very upset to leave Minnesota. And I feel for him. I feel for all these players. I felt for Willie Adamas when they have to talk with the media five, 10 minutes after they hear the news. Yeah. So a lot of emotions to process in that time. I saw some fans being like, oh, uh-oh, he doesn't want to leave Minnesota. It's like, no, the guy just got told the news 10 minutes ago, and that's his home. So it's, you know, it's been his home. But beyond that, he says he's really excited to be a Ray. More importantly, he's 41 years old. He's looking yes. for his first ring. He's been to the World Series twice, lost them both with the Rangers. And this is a great opportunity in front of him at the tail end of his career. And you're going to get a, a, a very motivated Nelson Cruz, a guy who has hit 17 postseason home runs in 46 mm. games. So that yeah. also provides some stability once the Rays, we think, get there. Of course, Nelson Cruz wants to come to the Sunshine State, to Florida. He's a geriatric by baseball standards. It only makes sense. Plus the fact that the Rays are competitive this year and the Twins clearly, clearly are not. Uh, right in St. Pete. Yes, there we go. Uh, okay, guys, I'm going to be I'm going to be honest and frank. This is going to be the Nelson Cruz episode, and we actually have a listener email here uh, from Walter Rosado. We've heard from him once or twice yeah. before, and his uh, topic is, of course, about Nelson Cruz. He says, uh, "What do you think is going to become of the outfield? Picking up Cruz would mean Meadows playing the outfield, so I would assume a Rosarina playing center field, Meadows at left field." And for now, Lau at right field. This would mean probably Kiermaier as a late defensive replacement or as a fourth outfielder. Do you see KK as a fourth outfielder or potential trade in the works? As always, thanks for your time and keep up the great work. I don't think it affects like that. I, I don't think it, you know KK is going to be relegated on the, on the contrary. I think Vidal was sent down. Mm -hmm. Um, and so at least he'll, he'll have to spend 10 days down there. So I think that moves Brandon Lau off the corner outfield. And, you know, I'm very thankful that he had that big, 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 big hit yesterday, but I don't know if many people can, can go to bat on his defense in the corner outfield because it, it hasn't been good. It hasn't been good. Uh, so I think you move him back to second. Then you can play off with Joey Wendell, Wander Franco, and, and Walls there in, at, uh, in the middle infield. Um, it's a good problem to have, to have so many yeah. good players. I, I, don't, I don't see this as a problem at all. Uh, Margot, again, he's getting better. He's playing in AAA, but he's still not back there. You're going to see Meadows in the outfield. You're going to see Meadows in left, Randy Rosarena at right. Now, Brett Phillips and Margot and KK, now that is a little bit of a bottleneck situation. Yes. And and again, it's what, July 23rd? So there are eight days left until maybe one of them is not wearing a Rays uniform by come August. I think the bottleneck is those three guys, KK, Margot, and Phillips. Yeah, and, and Ulysses just said it. Uh, it's a good problem to have. I, I always tell fans, I tell my mother this too, don't worry about the <laughs> clump of people fighting to get on the field. It's going to work itself out. There's one thing you learned about the Rays, right? Injuries happen every week with this team. So things will be sorted out naturally as they are. They're a team that still loves to tinker and, and process their lineups based on who they're facing, not only the arms, but also, you know, defensive alignment. I'm a little wary about giving up a guy like Kevin Kiermaier or Brett Phillips when those are two guys who have been so successful at making the Rays the defensive studs that they are. The Rays, yeah. two reasons why they're a great team up to this point. Two reasons why they're fighting for the ALEs. 
One, their relief arms. Two, their defense. Those are the two big reasons why they've been so successful. The trading KK, in my eyes, is not something you want to do. He's a valuable asset moving forward for this team, if just for defense alone. Uh, and not to mention, he's been better at the plate. I know he's kind of cooling off a little bit now, but he's yeah. been much better at the plate. Uh, Lau, you know, as much as I, I love his power, he can't hit left-handed pitching. So if he's got to take a seat a little bit more on left-handed pitching, that's fine. I hate to say this too, because I know he smashes the Baltimore Orioles, but if Randy's got to take a couple more days off, Randy might have to take a couple more yeah. days off. It's not the goal, but you know, you just brought in Nelson Cruz. Uh, you know, it just, it, it's just some of these things might have to happen. And who knows, you might have guys starting games for five innings and then they bring in somebody else and they start tinkering mid game and having these yeah. moves prepared. So, you know, it might be something where Randy Rosarena is your fifth through ninth inning guy because they just don't like how he hits against starting pitching and they want him against relievers, whatever it might be. So, right. um, you know, there, there are a lot of things at work. Uh, I could totally see maybe Margot getting dealt just because I feel like mm -hmm. he, he's had some success. Uh, he was one of the more consistent players before getting injured on the Rays, to be honest. And maybe you can bring in uh, another arm to help you out um, by, by trading a guy like him who I think has some value versus a KK or a Brett Phillips. I don't think you're really going to generate much uh, on the trade market. Or you can make a splash and, and trade a guy like Brandon Lau and, and really probably ask for something uh, uh, fairly sweet. I'm not talking about anything major here, but, you know, I, I think there's some value to a dude who's going to hit 30, 35 home runs this year. Um, you know, if Joey Gallo can, you know, well, Joey Gallo's got a better average, whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> but re regardless, I'm just saying one trick ponies. Um, but yeah, I, I think, I think it all works out. I don't think there's a major ripple effect here. I think it's the Rays being the Rays and tinkering pieces on their chessboard. Per Walter's question, I don't think there's ever really a situation where Randy Rosarina is playing center field. It's KK Margot and Brett Phillips. And the Rays could yeah. certainly be creative with, hey, Brett, uh, how's your oblique feeling about an injured list stint? You, you up for that, buddy? On the IL? Something like that, yeah. maybe? Yeah, also, around there. Yeah. also <laughs> rosters expand to 28 in September. Let's not forget yes. that. So that could Why be would you trade a guy that's valuable in the in the postseason, yeah. right? Or in September, in the, in the chase. Yeah. So again, like you said, Phillips, Margot, those are guys that are very valuable. So yeah. maybe IL stash, maybe even if they've got options. Although I don't think Phillips has uh, options. No. Okay. Um, but last thing here, I know uh, Ulysses has to get going. He's got uh, his his real job that he has to take care of. But I do quick answer, Ulysses. Okay. On the record, and Evan too as well. And I've got some some trivia for Evan later on. Um, do the Rays? They've added Nelson Cruz. Do they go after another big fish, a la Kyle Gibson, Pablo Lopez, John Gray? Insert big name player here. Or is this about, this is the biggest name and they're, they're not going to get another guy like this. I, I mean, again, you have to look uh, at the past and looking at the past, it all points to no, but this shocked me. I mean, honestly, this shocked me. I mean, getting Nelson Cruz, the, that's the best bat available you have. And the Rays got it. Nobody else. It was the Rays. So that's shocking. I'm going to go with no. I'm going to go with no, because again, I have to look at the whole franchise history and, and look at the, what they've done in the past. And I got to say no, 
Uh, but of course, that doesn't mean that you don't get a fire rising Rasmussen that nobody knows about. And then you guys can, you know, the race can, can, can work wonders with it. All right, yeah, I, Evan, what do you think? I don't, I don't think we're seeing another major move going unless it's for a player who has service time available after the season. I think this was their big swing. Yes. Uh, they, they took a tiny hit there in, in their minor league depth. And now there will be small tinkers along the way. As I said, if a trade happens, I don't think it's going to be of such a monumental asset depletion that we're going to freak out. I think tiny moves here, there, they might, you know, I expect maybe one more trade of, of significance, not like, you know, mm. some random stuff that they do in part of their transaction windows. But um, yeah, I, I would, this is going to be the headliner. Once we're all said and done on July 31st. Yeah, the Rays could also get creative. They could deal a uh, rich Hill and a Manny Margot for something. Just throwing that out there. I've heard some, some rumor milling on that front. Uh, okay. I would sell very high on rich Hill if you can, because that dude is the fact that he has not been injured is remarkable. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track it all at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. So head over to the uh, to the Bet Online website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using the promo code locked on L O C K E D O N again, locked on to receive that 50% welcome bonus. Bet online your online sports book experts. Uh, okay, Evan, let's get to some baseball trivia here. Uh, Ulysses is no longer part of the program for now. He had to step away for a very important work meeting. Uh, so, Evan, you are on the grill right now. And look, as, as I alluded to, this is the Nelson Cruz episode here. And in front of me for baseball trivia, I have a list of the top 10 active home run leaders. There's a little bit of a catch here. The okay. top three, I'm going to give you the top three. It's Albert Pujols. It's Miguel Cabrera and it's Nelson Cruz at yeah. 675, 494, and 436, respectively. Numbers four through 10, I have those names in front of me. Oh. Give me three of those names. I need okay. three of the rest of the top 10. And I'll give you a little hint. Uh, number 10 on this list has 295. 295. Okay. And really, um, it, it ranges from 334 to 295 for the rest of these. Trout? So there's a big drop off from uh, from Cruz and Cabrera and Pools to the others. Mike Trout is number eight on this list with 310. Very good. Um, who are the big home run hitters? It's like and I have, like, it's so funny. We're in a time period of like such amazing. Uh, such amazing youth movement in baseball. It's like mm -hmm. all the home run leaders this year. I'm like, nope, you're not it. Nope. Um, I, I can say all these guys have played at least a decade, have, have played at yeah. least a decade in the big leagues. 
And some might not be like actually playing this moment for suspensions or injuries or other reasons, just throwing oh, that geez. out there, but they are still big leaguers and still, they have not retired yet. Um, is Yelich one of them? Yelich is not on this list, yeah. strike one. Yeah. Um, JD Martinez? JD Martinez, incorrect, strike two. Um, active home run leaders ranging from 295 to 334. You've got Mike Trout on this list. You have guys who've played 16 years, 12 years, 15 years, 14 years, 15 years, 13 years, mid 30s, most of them. Trying to go by division here. Uh, that's a good question. That's why I took out the top three. I figured Pujols, well, Cabrera, yeah, and Cruz yeah, would be way cool. too easy. Pujols and Cabrera, they're, 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 they're the answer to every trivia question. Um, There's three lefties and four righties, although you got Mike Trout, so that's... Uh, Quite frankly, I don't... Ooh, good guess. Incorrect. Strike three. Uh, Evan, you are going to, I think, smack yourself uh, for some of these names that you bypassed here. Robinson Cano is number four with 334. Giancarlo Stanton is number five with 328. Yes. I feel like he's injured all the time. I I cognitively passed over Stanton. I know. It's yeah. He has he's had trouble staying healthy in a Yankees uniform, but when he is healthy, he can shoot out 50, 60 bombs a year. Justin Upton is number six at 321. Wow, okay. Number seven. Oh boy. I think you may have upset some Rays fans and possibly some Giants fans here. Evan Longoria, 313. Yes. Uh, Trout is number eight. Number nine is Joey Votto at 307. And number 10. This guy also plays in the AL East, although I guess he doesn't play very often because he. Uh, can't hit a baseball anymore, quite frankly. Uh, but it still gets paid twenty million dollars a year uh, to do that or not do that. Chris Davis, two ninety five. Is he still active? That's according to Baseball Reference, he's active. Oh, he's probably man. playing in Double A right. somewhere those, or whatever. I, Longoria is one I should have gotten, especially with the Rays connection. But yeah, some of those dudes are tough. Those, yeah. they're just. They're just so out of, like, you know, Upton has had, like, a decent year before getting injured. But, I mean, Cano is out of sight, out of mind. Upton doesn't come to my mind. Votto. Votto's not known as a home run hitter. Quietly. Yeah, it's a lot of quiet names that sneaked into that list. It's it's really more about longevity. I feel like he's got to be close. He's he's probably got at least 250. Let me see. I feel like that was my best guess. And I need need to find out, too, J.D. Martinez. Let's see. Freddie Freeman has 262, so not too okay. far away on that. I mean, uh, I feel like Mark JD's got to be close too. But sorry oh, to yeah. end things on sorry to end things on a negative note here, Evan. It was otherwise, I think, a pretty uplifting episode outside yeah. of the trivia portion. But um, regardless, now Evan, how can salty. how can people find your work at WTSP yeah, and otherwise? At uh, on Twitter at E. Klosky, WTSP. Uh, also, you know, on Facebook, Instagram at E. Klosky. And please head to our 1010 Bay 
website where we have everything you need to know. Last night, absolutely crazy with news happening in our city between the Nelson Cruz trade, between the Bolt schedule coming out, between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers getting their rings and just the monstrosity those are on some hands. Uh, we have all those stories on 10 So please check that out. And again, as I always mention, if you hit me up on yeah. Twitter, you email me, whatever it might be, 99.9% of the time, I will get back to you and return that message as long as you're you know, not being a jerk. Very good. Okay, uh, that wraps up this edition of the Locked on Rays podcast. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of the Locked on Bets podcast. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Please stay safe and we'll talk to you next week.